Dirty Moderates, welcome to this edition of Stay Dirty, Stay Moderate. I think those of you who follow me, and again, always a shout out to you guys for helping us build this incredible podcast and this brand. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I am grateful, and I'm grateful that you indulge me every week when I interview guests or when I do this. Many of you, I don't know if all of you know, I spent a year on Fox News. I was uh, labeled a liberal columnist. Uh, That was their moniker because I used to write for an outfit called the Clyde Fitch Report. And um, uh, you could call me a liberal. I mean, when when you're debating authoritarians and fascists, yeah, I guess I'm a liberal. Uh, When everybody knows I'm a dirty moderate. But all of this is to say, you know, the news has been... Um, rife and replete with stories about Fox News and this big Dominion lawsuit and all of the drama, the backstage drama, and all of their, uh, quite frankly, all of their lies, all of their division, and all of their seditiousness. Um, In my year on Fox News, I uh, was exclusive to the Trish Regan show. um, And um, Trish Regan primetime, I think it was called Up. Trish was a guest on this podcast. Uh, I remain a friend of Trish's, and um, we certainly don't disagree on everything. Uh, Trish certainly is a free marketeer, libertarian-leaning capitalist. I am too. Um, she never once demagogued things like abortion or uh, LGBT rights, for example, and certainly did an episode with me where she fervently supported gun safety reform, uh, which she got a lot of flack for. Um That being said, the majority of people that I met backstage at Fox in the green room, both in the New York studio and the L.A. studio, seem to be rather tame, maybe is the word, or um, less than than flashy uh, in the way that their on-screen or on-camera personality would suggest, you know, uh, kind of as if, you know, and this is an analogy. And of course we're talking about democracy, but still I grew up loving WWF wrestling. Okay. The world wrestling federation is now the WWE and you know, the good guy and a bad guy and they wrestled and you know, of course it was fake, but you know, they get off, they'd wrestle each other and go out to dinner. Kind of how I felt about Fox news. I'd get off the set with some of these people and you know, it was alarming how charming they were, you know, now reportedly Goebbels was charming too. And he's a propaganda minister for the, Nazis. So, you know, one never knows uh, what motivates people, how they are built, how they can compartmentalize. That being said, money's a motivator and the culture war is a motivator. And ever since Roger Ailes, an old ad man who uh, worked for Nixon, uh, felt that there should be a news organization, though this is not a news organization, but an alternative to the mainstream media that advocated for and reflected conservative positions. Fox News started in 1996, and here we are. In the early days of Fox News, um, it's always been um, a network of fuckery. Um, It's always been really an entertainment network. But I have to say, in the early years, and for good many years, actually, the news division was really, really, really separate from the editorial division. I mean, you could watch in the daytime, and they had news. You know, it wasn't propaganda all day long. They still pretend that they're doing news. But, you know, if there's a story on January 6th, they're talking about, you know, somebody who is trans in an Idaho prison or something or, you know, whatever they can do. Somebody burned an American flag on Berkeley at Berkeley campus. So we have no patriots in this country, whatever bullshit they indulge. Um, But what is so um, 
it, it's really unfathomable. It's, it's, uh, it's, it's abominable. It's unconscionable. You pick a word that when you're hearing about what Fox has done to conspire with and support the big lie, the big lie that the 2020 election was stolen, that Trump would, would really, really did win re-election, that Trump was great for the country and, and he was so patriotic and all his policies were great and he was a unifier, not a divider. All these things that they spewed and spewed and spewed at me when I was on you know, the company line, you know, and if I said the Democrats did something good, Trish to her credit sometimes had her nuance, but you know, mainly the guest I'd be debating would come back with some right wing talking point. You know, there's that MAGA playbook. It's like now, right. Uh, I was talking to my producer before the broadcast. Everything is woke. Now that's the new thing, right? Your car is woke. Your bank is woke. Your coffee's woke. The restaurant's woke. The bar is woke. Walmart is woke. I mean, I'm making all this up, but not really, right? The point being is if you repeat a lie, repeat a lie over and over and over and over again, it becomes marinated into the ethos or the ether, excuse me, and it becomes many people's ethos. It becomes many people's mantra. It becomes um, not menacing. Uh, it becomes mainstream. It actually become even when it's crazy, it becomes a debate point rather than something to com be completely discarded, ignored, and 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 reviled, right? Which it should be. Anybody who says the 2020 election was stolen is unfit for office. And Donald Trump, based on that lie, because he is the greatest threat to democracy this country's ever faced, as a narcissistic crybaby who couldn't lose, and he was willing to take the government down, our society down, the Constitution down, invalidate 81 million votes, all of that for his own gain. But he had willing accomplices in Fox News. I'm not telling you anything you don't know, but it cannot be repeated enough how dangerous this is. And specifically Tucker Carlson, the traitor, and Laura Ingram and Sean Hannity, all these text messages that have been revealed to, to such an extent shows you the, the, the evil of the fuckery. Okay, Documents released in this past weeks about the defamation suit Okay, that's been um, filed against Fox News by Dominion Voting Systems. This is a $1.6 billion lawsuit, by the way, reveals – communication right between uh, fox's stars like tucker carlson and the top brass um actually expressing disbelief that trump could go around saying the 2020 election was stolen even as they promoted those lies on air night after night after night now Regardless of what happens with this case, and it's complicated, some people are saying this doesn't even necessarily hurt them legally. You know, they're inter-corporate communications. But nonetheless, Tucker Carlson, he's got a problem, you'd think. You'd think, and you never know, because they sink lower and lower and lower, and there's low as well shit. And there still seems to be no low. Tricky road here, right? you think Tucker Carlson was a raging Trumpite, a Trumpublican to his core. But actually, no. Here are five examples of Tucker's views on Trump from the documents that have been revealed. Okay? This is, this is, these are the contents of the legal filings. Okay? And um, here we go. Um, on Trump's business history, right? Um, uh, Alex Pfeiffer, 
who is uh, Trump's, excuse me, Tucker's producer, had a text exchange with Tucker Carlson. Pfeiffer says Trump has a pretty low rate at success in his business ventures. Tucker says, that's for sure. All of them fail. What he's good at is destroying things. He's the undisputed world champion in that. Okay. That's Tucker on Trump's business. How about on Trump's plan to skip the inauguration, by his inauguration? Tucker uh, tweets, I heard that about the inauguration. He says this to a staff member. Hard to believe. So destructive. It's disgusting, Tucker continues. I'm trying to look away. Okay. Let's do more on his interactions with Trump's team over Sidney Powell, the crazy Trump lawyer, right? This is his text with Laura Ingram about Sidney Powell, a lawyer for Trump and one of the biggest proponents and promoters of these, of the big lie of the, of the unfounded claims that 2020 election was stolen. Tucker tweets to Laura, excuse me, texts Laura. I had to try to make the white house disavow her, her being Sidney Powell, which they obviously should have done long before. Ingram says, no serious lawyer could believe what they were saying, Carlson says, but they said nothing in public. Pretty disgusting. And now Trump, I learned this morning, is sitting back and letting them lose the Senate. He doesn't care. I care. Huh. So he seems to be pissed that Trump is letting them just go out there, right? I mean, you know, and, and huh. You know, he's costing the Republicans seats and so is Sidney Powell. Okay. On his desire to move on from Trump. Okay, this text comes from January 4th, 2021. These are all uh, between the election and the inauguration, obviously. he is Tucker is texting with a member of his staff two months after 2020 election, right? So January 4th. This is two days before the January 6th riot, uh, insurrection, I should say. He is so excited, so relieved. He's not gonna, he thinks he's not going to have to cover Trump anymore. Tucker t uh, texts, we are very, very close to being able to ignore Trump most nights. I truly can't wait. Carlson then adds, and this has been a headline uh, everywhere and been a subject of a lot of debate, a lot of discussion. He says, I hate him passionately. I hate him passionately, he says about Trump. All right. And then on January 7th, the day after the attack, on the aftermath, the day after this, when we saw with our eyes what went on, Tucker Carlson tweets his producer again, Alex Pfeiffer, about Trump's culpability in this and how to deal with all the people that still support him. All right, so we're still a couple weeks out before Biden gets inaugurated. Carlson texts, Trump has two weeks left. Once he's out, he becomes incalculably less powerful, even in the minds of his supporters. Carlson continues, he's a demonic force, a destroyer. But he's not going to destroy us. I've been thinking about this every day for four years. Pfeiffer Text back, you're right. I don't want to let him destroy me either. The Trump anger spiral is vicious. Tar Carlson then responds, that's for sure, deadly. It almost consumed me in November when Sidney Powell attacked us. It was very difficult to regain emotional control, but I knew I had to. We've got two weeks left. We can do this. All right, folks. You just heard the exchanges, and there's more. But these are from five different areas where Tucker Carlson went on air and said one thing. So did Laura Ingram. So did all of them. And we're texting internally another thing. Not just, oh, this guy got on my nerves or why we do this. No, that Trump needed to be um, removed, that with losing Trump, that getting rid of Trump, that Trumpism was, was bad, that 
he was vicious and he was hurting the Republicans and his crazy lawyers had no credibility and he was lying about the election. How could anybody believe that? Well, you're right, Tucker. You're right, Laura. You're right, Fox News. But you guys not only made sure to aid and abet the lie, you keep doing it. Just last week, Tucker Carlson um, decided to re release, I don't know, several minutes of 40,000 uh, hours of footage uh, saying that actually it was mostly peaceful chaos, quote unquote, January 6th, that thing that he deplored, the thing that made him sick. Yeah, it's just mostly peaceful chaos and that they were sightseers, not insurrectionists, not seditionists, not rioters. You know, despite a thousand people having been, uh, you know, brought up on charges and the head of the Proud Boys and all these people, many of whom have been sentenced, right? Everyone has had a fair trial, despite what you hear. Some are still awaiting, some are in jail. You know, yeah, Tucker, Tucker, Tucker said that sightseeing. And of course, every major news outlet of worth their salt, comedians, uh, the Oscars last night, um, even Jimmy Kimmel made a joke about this, you know. Only they at Fox News could turn probably the saddest day, in my opinion, the most um, despicable, the only time we have been attacked from within by our own. The Capitol had never been attacked before except by the British in 1812. Yeah, even the Civil War, there was never a Confederate flag on that rotunda because Abe Lincoln wouldn't stand for it. It was that day. Remember the T-shirts, Camp Auschwitz? Not everybody, but there were people wearing those. How about six million's not enough? How about cops who got killed? Brian Sicknick, who suffered a stroke and died because of it. They still defame his name. They're still spreading rumors he might have died of they being MAGA, not necessarily Fox, but Fox won't dispute it. You know, Brian Sicknick died from the vaccine, the COVID vaccine. So when we read this, and these are, this is now public because of the nature of this lawsuit, Dominion Systems, $1.6 suing them for all of this. Because remember, too, that Trump and many of the people involved with him said that the Dominion Systems were the same systems that used to elect Hugo Chavez in Venezuela. And many of the QAnon nut jobs, the wacko birds, which is just so many of them, far too many of them, had said Hugo Chavez's ghost stole the election. There he was, the Venezuelan autocrat. Right, the scourge of the right, understandably, a despicable despot, right? A failed Marxist, all that stuff. Well, apparently he came back from the dead, right? Not to restore Caracas to its former glory, but to steal the 2020 election. As I said, I appeared on Fox News and I saw the behind the scenes and people would say, what was it like? And I feel like now this is pulling back the curtain and you see Oz, right? You see the great and powerful Wizard of Oz and you see him in the movie, you know, turning up the smoke and yelling into a microphone. And there he is, sweaty, nervous, less than formidable. Yeah. If only that was the case with Fox News. I mean, yeah, there is that behind the scenes, but they're so formidable. They're still the most watched, you know, different hours of different night. You know, Hannity competes with the Rachel Maddow and Tucker competes with other people, Chris Hayes or whomever and Anderson Cooper, whatever. But yeah, remember, they are the go-to network. 
one of the reasons I went on them was to try to provide a differing viewpoint for the many people that watch them, who, by the way, aren't registered Republicans. They're just people who watch the news. And they have heard since Trump was defeated by Joe Biden, they have heard that the election was stolen. The election was a lie. They tried this in 2022. Boy, did democracy catch its breath, as I famously said several months back, that pretty much every election denier, if not everyone, lost um, perpetrating the big lie, sowing mistrust and doubt. Again, folks, we don't have a democracy if one side wins and one side loses, and the side that loses said that they didn't lose. That's just, fun. That's just like fundamental. Okay, you don't have to get too complicated. I can get real complicated if you want. The political theorist in me, the American studies grad student, we can we can be intellectual about the nature of democracy and what's a republic and what does it mean to vote for people and how do you exchange ideas? All of that needs to happen, right? Democracy depends upon our disagreement. This podcast was started because of that. I am politically homeless. I'm batting for the Democrats, but I'm not a Democrat. But how can I not vote for them? When Fox News and the Republican Party conspire not just to lie, but to actually eviscerate the very understanding and nature of what a democracy means. Somebody wins, somebody loses. That's the way it's going to be. We never thought about this before. Every four years for president, every two years for the House, every six years for the Senate. You know, whenever you got to vote every four years for your governor, you know, your candidate might not win. They just might not win. And yeah, I, I, I deplore anybody, you know, people come at me and say, well, what about Stacey Abrams in 2018? Well, she should have conceded and she didn't not the same thing. She didn't launch an insurrection. Neither did democratic voters of Georgia, but anybody that lies about an election should be condemned and actually the people who've been doing it and it's really been MAGA and it's really been the Republicans are unfit for office. There's like 147 or so uh, Republicans in the house who voted not to certify the election, eight senators who voted to not certify or not certify Pennsylvania or Arizona. Don't forget also Fox news became network known grata when they first called Arizona for Joe Biden. They were the first one there. Their election news division actually is rather good, not just because of that. They've always been good. They were the first to call Arizona, and Biden eventually did win Arizona. It wasn't declared for him until four or five days later, but he did carry the Grand Canyon State. See, that's where Fox was telling the truth. That didn't work either. But there's Tucker. He can sleep at night. I don't know. Probably $20 million a year to slime our republic, to undermine, I'd say, the full faith and credit, quote-unquote, of this American idea. Because America's an idea. It's been that for 245 or so years, 246 years. And you know what? It's always going to be that. And that means the idea has to be revisited and, and honed and, and nurtured but most importantly, protected. I do believe America, like Lincoln said, is the last great hope of Earth. Never did I think in my wildest dreams that a former president, a defeated one-term president, and an entire network behind him would be 
accomplices to the American idea's destruction. Lo and behold, and alas, here we are. Folks, I want to thank you for listening as always. Of course, everything Dirty Moderate is available at dirtymoderate.com. All the episodes, lots of our, uh, lots of newsletters, and so much big content coming our way uh, on Twitter. We're at Dirty Moderate. Uh, follow us there. We're also that at Instagram, and we're on TikTok. Yeah, we're making a splash over there. At Dirty Moderate Nation is our uh, handle there. Anyway, folks, um, until next time, stay dirty, stay moderate, and of course, stay safe.